www.saskatchewanagriculture.ca. Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Wheat markets are skyrocketing over concern about dryness in parts of Saskatchewan and the northern U.S. wheat growing region. Spring wheat futures in Minneapolis were up 12 cents a bushel this morning, reaching $6.01. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. He says wheat prices have jumped 50 to 70 cents a bushel over the past few weeks because of ongoing dry weather in parts of western Canada and the northern U.S. Spring wheat in particular has been on a roll here and we've seen about, you know, somewhere between 50 and 70 cents go into the market. Uh, The main consideration is, uh, you know, the crop conditions down there have been deteriorating as evidenced by the crop progress reports that's coming out every Monday from the USDA. And uh, conditions are dry down there. There hasn't been any meaningful rain since the crop was planted. So uh, conditions are deteriorating. Now it's dry also in Canada, the western Canada, at least parts of Saskatchewan are feeling dryness. Is that pushing markets up as well? Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, it's it's a sum total of a bunch of things. And one of them is, you know, first of all, we had concerns about excessive moisture in the northern tier of Canada, which kind of said that there might be some prevent planted acres. That probably wasn't enough to be a compelling reason to add to the market. But I mean, people doing kind of supply and demand balance sheets were kind of saying, well, maybe we can't count on as much wheat acreage as we presumed. But as that's kind of cleared up as a problem, I mean, you know, some acres won't get planted, but it's maybe maybe not as big of a problem as people thought it was. A more widespread problem is that, you know, at least say to the southeast of Regina and uh, southwest of Manitoba, uh, the spring wheat area there looks very dry, just like it is in North Dakota and uh, western Montana. So there is a a really grave concern at this moment that, uh, you know, without rainfall, we're going to have deteriorating uh, yield potential in those areas. Where is the market going to go? You said it's up 50 to 70 cents a bushel in the last few weeks. Where is it going? Well, I mean, you know, like if we look at wheat, I mean, really, this is a singular story in the world of wheat. The other news like around the world is, you know, that it's going to be another big crop, maybe not a world record crop like it's been, you know, several times over the last few years, but a big crop. But I mean, uh, this is the one hot spot where we see conditions deteriorating, where we see yield being threatened. It's going to probably keep going up. What will kind of anchor it down is, you know, what is the fate of the U.S. corn and soybean crops? Like to get wheat to kind of keep trending like really, really up, we need to put a floor in that's a little higher than it currently is. And actually conditions in kind of, you know, the main part of the corn belt are actually improving a bit. So like the corn crop progress report showed uh, more good to excellent this week over last week. So that's just something to keep an eye on. The other thing is I'd say that the wheat issue is sort of a North American centric thing in the sense that like the wheat that is threatened is the higher protein, you know, spring wheat. And because of the results in the hard red winter areas of the United States, which are showing, uh, you know, poor results in terms of protein, there is some desire at the current moment by end users and millers and sellers to take ownership of potential spring wheat supplies because they think that protein is going to be desired by the mills and, and the uh, flour makers down down in the United States, which which is certainly what is the case right now and what, what is largely driving the market up. 
You said wheat's up 50 to 70 cents a bushel. Care to guess how much more it will rise? Well, it really depends on the weather. I mean, I think if we continue to see, uh, you know, crop progress, you know, go down and there was a relatively large drop week on week this past week, I mean, you're going to see more and more kind of risk protection being taken by people who are interested in spring wheat. Uh, that being said, I mean, if we get a couple good soaking rains and things stabilize, then, you know, you're going to take out, you know, some of the gains that have been made. But I, I don't think the market can completely sell off until we see a much better conditions. And one thing you got to keep in mind is that it's kind of the circumstances are set up for some bullishness in wheat in North America because this is the lowest wheat acres that the United States has planted in over 100 years. So, you know, as a headline kind of, you know, rationale for saying that wheat relative to corn or soybeans should be a little bit uh, appreciative or, or higher valued. I mean, that's your headline right there that you can kind of put your hat on. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. The first face-to-face meeting between Lawrence McCauley and Sonny Perdue was held yesterday in Toronto. The Federal Agriculture Minister and the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture discussed a number of issues, including diafiltered milk used to make cheese and yogurt. Purdue says recent Canadian regulations have closed the market to U.S. processors. We had a very candid exchange that was frank, and I think while we didn't try to negotiate back and forth, I think he understood very clearly that we consider all options on the table and we'll pursue in the best interest of our state's dairy producers. Purdue also raised concerns about the treatment of U.S. wheat under the Canadian grading system. The dairy and wheat issues will be discussed in greater detail during upcoming NAFTA renegotiations. Cattle prices across Saskatchewan were on the rebound during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says feeder cattle prices were higher, with feeder steers on average showing a jump of $9 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices moved noticeably higher last week. Feeder steer prices increased between $5.67 and and $12.21 per hundredweight. Biggest price gains were in the 5 to 600 pound weight category, which averaged $252.88 per hundredweight last week. Overall, for the reported feeder steer rate categories between the 4 and 900 pound range, prices on average increased by over $9 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were also higher, with prices increasing in all the weight categories reported by Canfax last week. Feeder heifer prices increased between $0.75 cents and $10.25 per hundredweight. The biggest price gains were in the four to 500-pound weight category. And what were the factors behind these mostly price improvements? Well, Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were pulled higher with stronger U.S. feeder cattle cash markets. We also saw Saskatchewan basis levels stronger on improved demand. U.S. future prices were also significantly higher last week, helping push cash prices higher. Marcus did, Marcus did respond to positive global beef export news over the week, which included strong U.S. beef export numbers for April. And what were marketings? Canfax supported 5,343 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was up from 3,964 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta continued to edge higher last week. The price of D1 D2 slaughter cows increased to $1.20 to average $111.80 per hundredweight, while the price of D3 slaughter cows increased $0.42 to average $99.67 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were reported to average $167.91 per hundredweight last week. Prices uh, did decline $2.66 per hundredweight from the previous week. 
Brad Marsniuk compiles the weekly cattle market update for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. See you there. The market update on the source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading. Today, Viterra prices for canola rose 370 at 496.90. Oats gained $6.04 at 166.01. Number one red spring wheat increased 673 at 258.84. The rest were unchanged. Durham 274.56. Feed barley 125.03. Flax 443.96. Yellow peas $340. Feed wheat. 141.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was up 12.5 cents a bushel at 601.5 cents a bushel. The Livestock Report on the Source, 620 CKRM. And now the latest Livestock Report. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of June 6th. The market on slaughtered cattle has slightly picked up again. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.05 to $1.20. D3 cows sold from $0.90 cents to $1.05. Counter cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.90. Cents. And dip butcher bulls sold from $1.25 to $1.50. We had a few feeders here on offer, and here's what they were doing. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.17 and sold up to $2.23. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $1.80 and sold up to $2.15. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.91 and sold up to $2.10. And for the heifers, 600 to 650 pound heifers averaged $1.88 and sold up to $1.92. 650 to 700 pound heifers averaged $1.85 and sold up to $1.90. 700 to 800 pound heifers averaged $1.86 and sold up to $1.93. And 800 to 900 pound heifers averaged $1.70 and sold up to $1.79. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 183 to 185 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling in a range of 185 to 187 per CKG. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is up $2.03 per CKG, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.3483. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.7434 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets climbed to their highest level in months as hog supplies are tightening and forcing packers to compete for limited supplies. Exports in the U.S. have shown a recent decline, which could put pressure on prices. Coming up, the farm weather forecast.